Okay. Hello. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about anime movies not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today I'm joined by a guest. So I fucked that up. Joan. <laughs> I am joning. I am jonesing for something because apparently we're going to start going to the click clack nickety neck onto the brick of the Lego movie. Yes, yes the original one. Woohoo. So that was Arnold Regis who joined me, not Joan. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, anyways, so yes, we're talking about the Lego movie, the animated movie that. Surprisingly, they didn't even get a best picture, a best animated picture nomination, even though everyone said that was the best animated film of that year. Exactly. It had so much heart put into it. I can't even describe the amount of work and technological, like so much like along the way. It was all right. I'm glad that we're getting to delve into this one hell of a story regarding the Lego movie and its franchise. Yeah. So for those of you who have never seen the Lego movie, uh, it's honestly a pretty basic story. It's pretty much uh, any revolution, um, secret world kind of movie that you've ever seen. Uh, they literally make references to the Matrix in this. <laughs> That's what it pretty much is. It's yeah. pretty much, here's a society. It's your plain old boring society. Here's this um, main character named Emmett, who's like a loser, but he's like a normal guy. And it turns out that he's something much more important because there's a prophecy and later on we'll get into spoilers it turns out that it's there's a reason why it's playing it all so generic um of course most people probably already know it because of the sequels that and spinoffs that they made but for the most part that's their general idea it's imagine every single secret society chosen one story ever made but with legos not only that it's like there's a there's a lot of things about that story it's just like say like in general, like Lego should be played by everyone, and it was just yeah. like, like at the at the top at the start of it, yes, it was definitely like the Matrix. Just making that connection right now, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. <laughs> it's definitely like the Matrix. Holy crap! They just put it in Lego format, and then when like later on, it becomes more of a like beyond like into the real world kind of thing, and you can see how like the Lego Movie was not just like. To me, that's like a love letter to anyone who has created brick films, including myself. I have been making brick films since 2009, since my 10th grade year. So, so even before this school. movie? Yeah, so even before this movie, I was creating like Lego, Lego animations I, on a consistent basis up to a point that I actually had like a good amount of people following me and they understood the content I was doing and then so on and so forth and then that movie came out and then that just really brought out our environment and our like and the amount of work that we put on our films heck even in the movie itself they even like featured some brick films from actual animators from like youtube or whatnot it's just like a small short snippet of it but it was just the way they executed animations they understood the amount of love and care that we do for our lego animations especially when we first started out so yeah, kudos to them on that yeah because i remember like uh one of the things that shocked me and uh, a lot of people when this came out was that it was not actually um a stop motion feature because they really put the time and effort to make the cg in it to look like um like actual lego animations that you would see on youtube or wherever 
And I remember looking at it, even like the, watching it again recently, just seeing, trying to find where they might have slipped up. And it's very hard to find any any moment in this movie where they slip up because they put in like the right amount of detail in terms of like the lighting, just having the, the toys look very scratched. Some of them look newer. So, you know, you get a mixture of stuff that's clearly been used and stuff that hasn't been used. Yeah. It's so perfect. And you could even see like dust and, and some of the, the molds. It's it's crazy because even um granted, I haven't really seen the sequels um and spinoffs that they did um as recent as as the first one. But I think those kind of missed the mark in a few places because they it was a little bit more noticeable in some in some areas in those that it was a CG um recreation of this stuff versus this one. Yeah. I could definitely say that for sure regarding the Lego movie too, but um in regards to that, definitely when it comes down to the Lego movie is yeah, oh my gosh. So much. There's so much we can talk about that, especially. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd argue that it was probably the best animated movie of the last decade. Uh I mean yeah. granted, oh <laughs> like granted. come on, like just like we don't even need to like discuss that, but I'm surprised that it didn't get that much of an like that rec like that uh nominated recognition regarding like the awards. Yeah, like I mostly was just nominated for from um, best song, which you can tell they were kind of giving a little fuck you to the Oscars because they created like these little um Lego Oscar statuettes that they're handing out to people. So it was kind of like, yeah, we're doing this the song, but we're also you know giving it to a bunch of people just because fuck you. <laughs> and you know, it, yeah. it, it is something that to this day you know, kind of surprises me because it's like, okay, you know, and not winning it is one thing. Cause I mean, I've seen a lot of movies that deserve their wins that don't, don't win it, but that yeah. it wasn't even nominated. Cause I remember like the, the year it was not um, that it came out. Um, the winner end, ended up being um big girl six, which some people were like, Oh, it should have gone to how to treat your dragon or whatever. And I'm like, realistically, the, the one who should have won, it wasn't even nominated to begin with. So it doesn't even matter to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I have to be honest with that too. As much as I enjoyed Big Hero Six, uh, Lego Movie was like, come on, man, it had so much, had yeah. so much. Sure, like the, sure, like from the very part, like, like beginning of it, the plotline may be somewhat basic, but then it opened up to something much more true to life and real. Then I was just like, you kidding me? You're gonna just leave this one and let, not even give it like an honorable mention at least? But ah. Uh, kind of killed it killed my heart a bit with those award shows killed my heart but it's still you know what it's this is a this is just a win for us we had a really good lego movie show up on theaters for the first time ever yeah. so i don't know who else can top it off i mean hell it, it built the franchise along the way but oh well that Thanks. was kind of mixed <laughs> i mean uh... I'll, you know, granted, I'd rather save it until, you know, because I do want to talk about each of those movies individually at some point. Um, I will say that I actually do like all of them, some more than others, but for the most part, I think the the sequels and, and the spinoffs um, were fine. It was really just, uh, I don't know, I think it was a matter of bad timing, honestly, because that it lost a lot of the momentum that it had um, with that original movie. Uh, to this day, it still surprises me, considering that you see a lot of other animated features, ones that didn't even have that many good sequels to begin with, whether it be like the Ice Age or Despicable Me movies, 
where like the first one is like oh, it's okay but then you get the sequels and it's shit um those stayed pretty consistent in terms of how much they raked in so i'm like what exactly happened with this movie especially considering that a lot of people did really like it even if they weren't um big on legos or not because i'm like like me per, uh, personally i'm not the biggest lego fan i i, I think they're cool I, you know arnell's clearly showing off here <laughs> but, um, i'm like uh you see this guy is right here i'm like <laughs> trying to promote my lego content i'm a lego animator so it's obvious that lego has affected me at, at like an early age so i can't i can't deny <laughs> yeah i mean for, for me it's just like I, I mean i don't have a you know like a hatred of it or anything i, I do enjoy yeah, no the stuff uh, it's just it's never been like the strongest interest for me i mean it's it's neat. It's it's fun. You know, I, yeah. of course, I enjoy voicing the little um, uh, Lego guy in your show, um, yes, Daniel. Yes. So, I mean, it's not like I, I can't say I have no connection to this stuff. I just yeah, you know, don't have the strongest course. connection. Like when when they announced that they were making this movie, I was not really hyped for it until it was announced. Like, OK, we're going to have um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller directing it. Because I'm like, okay, well, I really liked um, Cloudy with Chance Meatballs and 21 Jump Street, both movies that at first sound like really stupid and bad ideas, but then turn out well, to be great they, ideas. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know, okay, <laughs> so this Lego movie's got to be a great one. And it, it truly is because, you know, pretty much going off of what what you were saying, um, it's, it's really a Lego movie. It's not just a movie where they decided, okay, let's have it be done with legos like every single detail from like the story to the message all goes back to what playing with legos is like like whether it's like the little references to like okay here's um the evil organization being octan which is a uh, an actual thing in those um yeah in the lego <laughs> products from what i'm told and mm-hmm. then of course the the movie's um main theme by the end being like okay a father and son reconnecting this is spoilers but whatever at this point if you haven't seen it go to go watch it uh pretty much because the father is like okay we got to build legos this way but the son just wants to have fun and just be imaginative so i'm like that's really neat how they tied just the idea and concept of lego as a movie yeah it literally captured the whole essence of the lego company as a whole it really brought in the whole, the entire amount of creativity and imagination of what this toy is ever since it be, had it had it begun. So, uh, or it began ever since it began a long time ago. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, my Jesus Christ, that drive was too much for me. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, regarding the Lego Movie, regarding that, it is just something that's just near and dear to any brick filmers or brick animators, whatever you may call yourself in regards to this kind of animation form. Because as you can see, the amount of detail they put in there, they even put in the understanding of the limitations. You know, as in there's, I've seen other Lego animators who actually like going above and beyond to make them look more fluid in their animations like you know how like a lego guy is like just doing this like as if he's doing the robot or something like that they kept that in that style because they understood the limitations of what a brick film does and you have to be very creative with that so thumbs up to them because like they stuck true to the roots regarding uh brick films in general especially like you said earlier with details regarding the dust and whatnot just those minute details made that movie just like pop out even more 
Yeah, because one of the things that I was kind of worried about um, going into this um, back when it, it, it um, first came out, um, before any footage had been been released, is like, okay, and, and it's still true with a lot of Lego products, um, like Lego specials that they do, is that when it comes to a lot of the animation, it's like, okay, Lego is the like the style that they're going with with these CG creations. But then they have the characters just bending and moving in ways that a normal cartoon character would move. And it's like, but that's not a Lego. That's just a guy. And now you're just making him move the way exactly. a cartoon character would look. And it's never really sat well with me. I mean, that's definitely the one thing that I've enjoyed in all the Lego movies is that they, you know, even if, as they, they got a little too carried away with it, with the sequels that, I mean, um, they at least kept it to to uh, um to the characters moving the way a Lego character would move. Yeah. Um, they kept it in its real world, uh, in its world's limitations, in its yeah. world's physicality. So, like, yeah, they understood seen, like, the physics of its own world. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen, like, um, for example, they did, like, a, a Lego Star Wars Christmas special that was supposed to be, like, a continuation of, like, the recent movies. I mean, it was fine. It was cute. The only reason why I saw it last year was because literally nothing was being released last year because of COVID. So I was like, okay, I got oh, something yeah. here. But I'm like, okay, you know, the jokes are fine. And it's, you know, the typical thing you get with these, which is poking fun at the franchise. But then you get characters just moving the way they normally would. And it's like, then at that point, why did you just make a, a regular Star Wars um, a cartoon um, to, to do this? Like, why did you make it Lego? Honestly, like we've seen in the, we've seen it with other toys. Like I know they um years later they did a ripoff of of this with um with um Playmobil. Yeah, I believe it was Playmobil. Yeah, my gosh. I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm not planning to, but I just from the trailers and everything, I'm like, okay, well, what is this what's Playmobil about this? Like I get that the designs are Playmobil, but nothing I'm seeing says that this had to be Playmobil. Yeah. Man, Jesus Christ, that Playmobil movie. It's so weird to look at. It's like watching a Veggie Fables cartoon at times. <laughs> Honestly, to me, the weirdest thing about it is every time someone reminds me that, oh, yeah, you you know that actress, you know, who's like the new thing, Anya Taylor-Joy? She was in it, and I'm like, the fuck? I was like, what? That's weird. Princess Peach? What the hell? That makes no sense. What the hell? She was actually in that movie? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's the common thing that happens. Like, you know, people are doing a bunch of jobs before they, you know, make it big. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, realistically, you know, think about the whole Princess Peach thing, you know. You got Chris Pratt here, who at the time was not a very well-known guy. Like, he was just in Parks and Rec. Um, yeah. Was barely about to appear in, in, in a Marvel movie with Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, like, no one really knew this guy. And then his performance here and Guardians of the Galaxy um, really blew the, the guy's fame um, up. I mean, just going by his performance in this movie, you know, Chris Pratt is really great as Ahmed. Um, it's much more different than a lot of his other roles where he's just like the slacker, co- kind of cocky guy. And here he's more of like the naive, innocent, um, childlike um, uh, man. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So whenever people mention about that whole Super Mario thing that that's coming out, is like, I mean, he has experience doing voice work. I don't know if he could do Mario, but he did. Um, yeah, and really well. I, 
I just have a little gripe with that, actually. Why is the guy who is that is voicing Wario? I mean, he's the guy that originally voiced him too. He voiced Mario. Uh, why is he going to just voice Wario? I'm like, come on, dude. Well, he's there. He's actually going to be doing Wario. He's, I, he's right there, but still, like, I've been hearing news regarding that. It's just mostly going to be him playing as, like, Wario or, or something, which, okay, I, I don't mind it. Wario's my favorite character in, like, Mario Party or any or even the WarioWare games, but if there's anything that's a bit of a gripe with that, it's like, that's the guy who voiced Mario. The guy who voiced Mario. He should have that role when he's the main person responsible for vo- voicing him. It's like, ah, it's... I mean, I don't know how Chris Pratt's gonna do it, honestly. I'm kind of surprised that Charlie. Wait, Charlie Day, right? He's Charlie Luigi. Day is Luigi. Yeah, Charlie Day is Luigi. I could, I could honestly hear the high tones. <laughs> so it's like, um, I can. I think I've seen like too much of "It's Always Sunny" to understand how he acts. So I, I mean, honestly. there's actually been um, people animating some of the characters um, with like the voices of who they announced. Like, so you get that whole. Um, conspiracy scene from it's sun it's always sunny Luigi's <laughs> doing it and it actually looks really well and i'm oh, like okay, okay see i could actually see charlie day as luigi chris Pratt's the only one where i have a strong issue with because i'm like I, I don't know if he can really pull it off i mean you know even his performance as Emmett, as good as it is i don't see that as mario and i don't yeah, see like, like his normal usual slacker character um persona working with mario but I don't know. Like, I actually did a, a podcast. Um, it hasn't gone up as of this recording um, where I talked about celebrity voice acting in movies just to um, get something on that. And my general thing was just like, I mean, it might be good because if there's like, I, I'm not a fan of Illumination at all, but if there's one thing I could give them props for is that they normally um, can push actors to do pretty good voice performances because I'm like, regardless of what you feel about the Spookle with me, Steve Carell as Gru is like, okay, he's doing a character voice. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch as Grinch, it's a character voice. I don't really like it, but, you know, I was like, okay, well, I can't, you know, this. I mean, at least he's trying. Even McConaughey as that little koala thing for Sing, I'm like, okay, well, it's it doesn't just sound like Matthew McConaughey saying, all right, all right, all right. It yeah. sounds like a character. So I'm like, okay, that gives me some hope. And also the fact that Nintendo's on it, because I'm like, I kind of feel like Nintendo is like this movie has to be good because it's like we're putting our shit in your theme park so if it's not good exactly i kind of feel like it has to be good but you know we'll we won't know until we see it um with with, yeah thanks for mentioning that with the release of those super mario lands as of like like as of this year and so forth uh yeah, that movie is going to have to make a really good first impression as well, because we know for a fact with those uh, little sections of a theme park going into Universal, that movie, I feel, is going to be the starter to yeah. everything before it hits in the U.S. I'm pretty sure Florida is having a good time with it, so we're just L.A.'s next to grab the to grab that uh, theme park sometime next year. So, hey, woohoo, that's going to be fun. But, uh, all right. I know we went on a Nintendo tangent right there. Sorry yeah. about that, Bowser. But <laughs> Bowser's going to freaking capture us if we keep talking about it. But anyway. But anyway, he's going back with um, Charlie Day. He's great as um, as um, the Spaceman Benny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> Honest to gosh. So we got Mario and Luigi in this movie. 
It boggles my mind. Oh my god. I mean, um, where's Wa- where's Waluigi? <laughs> <laughs> Waluigi time, man. Come on. We're gonna man, go with the Wal- most random ass choice. We're gonna have Morgan Freeman as Waluigi. <laughs> Dude, that will be the that will be the greatest thing in a century. Ha- having them pull Waluigi, voiced by Morgan Freeman, and like, damn man, I would have ten times more respect for Morgan that day. My God, that better be in his bucket list. I'm like, I would like to voice as the most underutilized character in Nintendo, Waluigi. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the voice acting in, in, in this, uh, I will say, is, is really good. I mean, you know, just as an example of how celebrity voice acting can be done right, this is a perfect yeah. example. I think everyone, you know, in this just commits to it, like whether it's the characters that are clearly, you know, being played by actors who are doing you know, like weird voices, like like the pirate and um, Unikitty, where yeah. it's clearly like, okay, these celebrities are changing up their voice, or if it's just normal voices like Chris Pratt doing his regular voice or yeah. Charlie Day, Elizabeth Banks. I know they all do pretty much their, their regular voice. Will Arnett as, as Batman. I mean, I that's, mean, a, that's an all-timer per- performance. I mean, you know, regardless of how you feel about Lego Batman, I, I really liked it, but, um, you know, I know some people didn't really just find it uh, too good. It was pretty like, good. I liked it for what it was. Yeah. It helped. Uh, what can I say about that? It was thanks to the Lego movie that his performance in that movie was so well received that he ended up getting a spin off of his own. Yeah, I mean, Lego you Batman. can so see like, why. Yeah, you can, you instantly you instantly fall in love with his character work as yeah. as Batman, and it's like, come on, just all right. To anyone who's watching this podcast, I dare you to rewatch it again and just say and tell me that that. Will Arnett as Batman in that movie was not likable. Don't, like, if you tell me that, then like, oh man, I think you're missing the point there. Because honestly, yeah, it's it's like a perfect parody of pretty much what Batman is in the modern day of like this dark and gritty um, superhero who's always alone. Exactly. Um, even though he's not alone, but you know he's got his old team. But you know the movies have pretty much always put him alone. Yeah. Um, honestly. So, you know, th- that stuff is, is really great. I mean, he even gets his own um, song, which I love that the, <laughs> that the Oscars even had that um, that song break up part of the, the song that was actually nominated. So, like, again, I feel like that, that whole thing was a big fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like a big, subtle fuck you. But yeah, like, the if, you know, think about the, the, the Batman thing. It's one of the things that I really liked about this movie is the fact that, okay, since it's Lego, we're actually going to, feature some of our um, commercial tie-ins that we've had over the years, like, you know, from the Simpsons Legos to, you know, of course, the DC Legos, the Harry Potter Legos, all that stuff. Um, because it's like, look, that's become a big part of Lego um, yeah. in the modern day. So we kind of have to keep that in. Mm-hmm. And apparently it wasn't even the, the only thing that they wanted to do. Apparently, aside from Batman, they actually had another character that they wanted to be a part of the group. But it didn't happen because of a specific deal that was going on, which is um, they didn't have a, have a cameo. Um, originally, R2-D2 was supposed to be a part of the main group from what I remember reading 
in an article a while back that oh but then the the disney deal oh yeah i remember this yeah like apparently like the disney deal had been happening when they were um gone through the early stages of this and um the star wars people that had reached out to them had pretty much said like okay you gotta you know whatever you're planning to do with our characters you gotta figure it out real quick um because like in a week from now you're gonna have to deal with someone else so if you can finalize it now you know you'll be able to do whatever you want regardless of you know what disney is gonna say um next week um so the result was like okay we're, we're gonna have a, a quick star star wars cameo even though originally the plan was that r2d2 was going to be a part of the group because it was going to be like you know further parroting these chosen one narratives like okay r2d2 sends the message out to Ahmed, um and that that's how pretty much the whole thing gets started so i mean just imagine like in an alternate universe they had a lego movie where r2d2 and batman were a part of the main group oh one can only dream regarding that honestly (laughs) Yeah, you probably could. Dude, we could have. I mean, what was the thing? Star Wars as a license itself is one of the biggest like franchises on Lego. Probably it spawned multiple games. Yeah, I mean, there's still they've been delaying one game in specifically where it's like the complete trilogy for like two years now. So it's like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty much the massive franchise that they have. So. I mean, that I got in a reference at all is nice, but I'm mean, yeah. like, it still would have been nice to have seen it actually play a major part in this, especially like, given heck. that it's a shows of one story. Yeah, true. Like, heck, I wouldn't even mind if, like, oh, I don't know, there was, like, maybe, like, for example, there was, like, some space scene in their, in their own world, and then for some reason you see out from the distance between their planet Earth, there's, like, a freaking Death Star at least. At yeah. least. Just show that off. I mean... That'd be nice to see, but oh well. That probably would have been okay. the final plan instead of, like, well, I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure the Kraggle was always a thing, but they probably would have been like, okay, let's turn the Kraggle into, like, this big Death Star. So it's like this Death Star that shoots out glue, crazy glue. Well, there you go. See? Now that, that, okay, that one I'd understand. Holy crap. <laughs> that would have actually been pretty cool. Um, yeah. Honestly, it just would have made sense, given everything else that happens in this movie, which... It's honestly just fun how creative and smart they are. Like at times, it, it really cameras in that this is a story being made up by a kid, which we learned by the end of the movie. And it, once once it's revealed, it's like yeah, it makes sense because you have characters whenever you're shooting stuff, they're going like pew pew pew, or they're describing stuff in the in the easiest um, way possible. Like at first, you're thinking like, okay, it's just the characters being dumb, but then you realize like, oh no, it's a kid. So obviously it's going to be much more simplified than what you would normally expect out of this. Um, and of course it starts to make sense. Like, okay, the president business um, character is supposed to be a, a father, which I, I thought that was one of the um, great twists in the movie when you, when you yeah. Kind of like, oh yeah, uh, Will Ferrell's in the live action world and it's the father. Like I remember my theater actually, Reacted to that one pretty interestingly. Wait a minute, I'm just like I'm just thinking about that part. It's like, wait a minute, this is a freaking Star Wars reference itself too, because <laughs> we don't know who like the, who that real villain is until like we get to the weird one. Tell tell, it's the father. It's like, oh god, oh god. See, it, well, they, so they it's like the Star Matrix Wars. and 
Star Wars plot lines together. I uh, okay. All right. I need to rewatch this movie again. Holy crap. That was like that's the second biggest realization. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's crazy the like it the amount of details that they have in this like just from a story perspective is is just um it's just amazing because well, one of the things that I noticed upon um, rewatching it is that um, the movie actually tells you right off the gate that yes, this is all a, f- a fictional world, um, not because it's just Legos, you know, playing around, but because when uh, Emmett Fresh has that vision, a bunch of the clips that you see are stuff that he eventually sees in the real world. And like he sees the cat poster, he sees a man walking down the stairs, yeah. he sees he pretty much just a bunch of stuff. So it's like okay, so even from the beginning, it's it's all fake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's technically not because he comes to life, and there's a whole lot of existentialism going on there. I'm not gonna go into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was like one little bit of like live action animation that I could actually say because I know for so we know for a fact that the Lego Movie was 100 like CGI, right? Yeah. But there was actually just like one bit of like like just live action animation. It wasn't just the part where like the kid and the father were like just meeting up in the real world and all that. But uh, it was a, I think it was like the part where like Emma's looking at like uh dang it what was what was the guy's name? It was his mentor. It was his it was Emmett's Morpheus in a sense. Shoot. Oh um, Petruvius. Petruvius, there you go. When Petruvius shows up again, but he's being like suspended on a plastic stick. That was actually live action. They literally did that. That was an actual puppete- puppeteering motion there. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, that was at least the one thing that I was like, oh man. They got that so right, even though that was the most funniest thing I ever saw done with that Lego movie. It's just, Ooh, and then go back. I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh god! Oh man! That, you know this movie is just—it's—it's just insane how how smart it is. And yeah, I mean, I I get how how the sequels, um, the sequel and the spinoffs didn't um, quite live up to it in the same way, but I, it's still no matter what, it, it's still gonna shock me that people just walked away from the franchise that quickly yeah i mean dang it was such a good thing too hell i even bought a set or two from it because that one was just memorable heck uh i think i recall on the premiere of that movie i literally had like a like a just like somewhat of a lanyard whatnot and i pinned it and it was like the emmett and wild style just like like stuck right here when i went in there it's like damn man that movie made a lot meant a lot to us so to see it like how it just like gone by so quickly oh gosh yeah like you had a a pretty good game come out of it with the lego dimensions yeah oh my Um, gosh there was uh of course um i mean i've never been there but i know that they have like their lego theme park and they even did a ride based on it yeah so it's like i don't know I, i i i mean i get it franchises die out um over the over the years but that this one did so quickly when you got other movies that started from like more mediocre um movies yeah that are still going pretty strong to this day it's just i i I don't know i i just really don't get it 
Oh well, we got. I guess it'll come back in some form. I would say because Lego, right? Lego at this moment in time is eternal. Honestly, it is yeah. never gonna go away because it is now it is part of the childhood zeitgeist. So there's no way like they're not gonna go and revisit this kind of thing in the future. I mean, I tell you what, man, if it weren't for that movie, dude, that. Warner Animation Group would not have had a good start, and it was thanks to that movie that they really succeeded. So, to have them revisit that sometime down the line, that'd be great. Because honestly, we could use more. We could use more like creative movies just like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean hell, I don't know if they would ever. Because <laughs> like, here's the thing: because if they ever decided to do a crossover between two of like two of the toy. Toy World's biggest creative like franchises, which is Lego, and then its competitor Mega Blocks for some reason. <laughs> Lego v I mean, Mega Blocks. I don't know. Lego v Mega Blocks. Freaking. And they find out that his know. mother is named Marta or something. Like I don't know. Like they should make this movie not just like not just Lego, but an ode to all the creator toys that have come over the years. Especially, I mean, hell, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I wasn't even like anywhere near the time when the erector set was like born so like that was just the hell so i would like to see a movie where they like pay homage to like i mean yeah we got toy story but there's not a lot of like toys there that i got paid homage to mostly but yeah there's still great ones yeah um i would just like to see that movie a movie that's just based on the creative toys of our time especially i mean i know that they're uh Granted, I think this is Sony um, currently doing a, a Barbie movie. But then again, they've been talking about doing Barbie for who knows how long. But apparently this is the closest one that they've had yet. Um, I'm not even sure which one this one is supposed to be because I know I've heard like different pitches for Barbie movies over the years. Like I've heard one where it was like, okay, it's an island of Barbies and they reject one for not looking like the usual Barbie. Uh, I think there's one where it was like playing it more straight to just being here's a girl she's named barbie so I, I don't even know what they're doing now i know that apparently they have um the director of little women um greta gerwig doing it but oh wow okay i, I don't I, I really don't know so that'd be interesting to see especially considering that that is one of the more iconic toys I don't yeah know, if i were to do it i would just make it about barbie literally having all the jobs that she's ever had and just be like hey look barbie is is the earth's greatest human but is she a positive female role model considering, you know, you got that whole tension of people who are like, oh, Barbies are bad now. So I'm like, look, she's been president and astronaut a teacher, but is she a good female role model? I don't know. Man, she's the most hardworking woman in the toy franchise. <laughs> so she has worked every job known to man. And if she if you actually saw her resume, nah, man, she's overqualified for anything. Story. Toy Story, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. She. Wait. Okay. So wait a minute. There is that little caveat. Um. Sony is doing this, right? The the Barbie movie. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Sony's the one doing it. But honestly, I've lost track since they've been doing so many different versions over the years that have never happened. So I don't know. This one sounds like it might happen just just because it's got like a a big director on it. But you know, things happen. <laughs> Oh, oh well, no worries. They'll get they'll get work on it over time. I mean, if it hits the theaters, that'll be that'll be great for them. But 
for something like that, I don't know. Uh, I'm not entirely sure as to how they can actually pin the story properly for Barbie because, well, you know, Barbie's just Miss Perfect, dude. <laughs> yeah. She is Miss Perfect in every way. It's just like now, like, oh my God. I don't even know if there's, they're a thing anymore. Brat dolls are not even a thing anymore, so. I mean, you can still find them, but yeah, they're pretty much, I mean, they're yeah. they've, It's they've kind of like, the... um, what do they call those? The, the Beanie Babies is like, they were a big thing when they came out. And then nowadays you can still find them, but yeah, they're there. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's surprising how some toys actually came back now. I mean, thanks to He-Man on Netflix, it's been blowing up as of late. Oh yeah, which I watch. It's it's okay. I, I liked it for what it was. Uh, I, I was pretty cool. It. For it. I, yeah, I it, that, it's okay. I know that's, people that's were awesome. mad about it because they killed off He Man within like the first episode or something like that. And I, I mean, was like, I mean, yeah, I know it was very dark. <laughs> but I'm like, I know it's just like this I know they literally pulled a, they literally pulled an invincible on you. They literally pulled an invincible on you the minute like you start this show. I was like, what the hell? You just killed off the main character. Now we got to focus on this side character to become the hero and all of a sudden? It's like, aw. It's like, yeah, I know. It may hurt for a lot of people who were born within that time that were watching He-Man, but it only hurts for a little bit because the show makes it back proper. Yeah. And it's actually pretty fun just seeing He-Man and Skeletor work together just for a bit so, so they can fight each other one last time. <laughs> That's the funny thing. They're like They're an elderly fun. couple. Yeah, seriously. It's like, hey, we'll work together and stop this. Or like, okay, now that we stop it, you're dead! <laughs> <laughs> you're dead, He-Man! <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Speaking it is pretty toys. sick, though. I love their fight. I love their... The, the animation that they did with their with their fight scenes, all that, that's just astoundingly awesome. Uh, I definitely would recommend watching the Netflix uh, He-Man. Not the 3D one, though. That's just a reboot of something completely different. Revel- yeah, that's like, weird. Yeah, Masters of the Universe, Revelations, that's the actual continuation of the original like He-Man stuff, which is like, okay, this is hella dope. I could definitely rock with this. So I would recommend, if you ever get the chance, Octaviano, or to any viewer of the podcast, please go ahead, give it a watch. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Oh man, damn! I can't get I can't get that out of my mind though, because Mark Hamill is the guy that plays as Skeletor, but yeah. I can't. Every time he's talking, all I see or what I see is just a really buffed up Joker. That's all I'm seeing. <laughs> a, a Grim Reaper Joker is like voicing this. It's like, oh my god, get out of my head! If he starts pulling out a crowbar and beating the shit out of He Man, I'll be so freaking like. I'd be laughing way too hard at that point. No, he's going to beat up Orko. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, man. man. So. If Mark, Mark Hamill, if you're seeing this, I, lo- I love your voice acting, okay? It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just so freaking hilarious. <laughs> Mark Hamill's great, honestly. Just, yeah. So, hell. Damn. So, wow, we went through one hell of a tangent there, honestly. Yeah, I'm not even sure what what is there to talk about the Lego movie. I mean, there's a um, lot, of course, but I mean, for I feel like we've covered sh- a lot of it already. Yeah, we covered a lot of what we needed to say regarding the Lego movie. The Lego movie video game had like become a pretty good success. Uh, it did get rewards. I mean, rewards, awards all over the area, including like a BAFTA award for best animated feature. So like, hell, that's that's hella dope. 
I mean, if I could see from my notes, it won a total of one, two, three, like around 15 awards in total. Not enough. So it's like, not enough. Not enough. It needs to get the bigger ones. I mean, those are like just locally put or some or from some other like part of the country. I can understand them. I have no I have no disrespect to them. I, they all have their own amount of prestige. And I hope to one day be in one of those two. So <laughs> but anyway, regarding that situation, uh yeah, I could definitely say that the Lego movie is a pillar. It's definitely a pillar of like American animation in general because or in animation in general, because shoot. It did so much to just capture, like, capture the joy and the creativity of what that toy, what that toy currently is. Right. So, and especially, and especially, I mean, to all fans, kids, to adults alike, AFOLs at this point, I guess that's the abbreviation for uh, any one of us. Um, like that, that movie in general is like just, man, I don't even know how to explain that properly. It's just so near and dear to anyone who's been fond of this toy ever since like they were growing up so yeah, definitely it's, it's definitely one that just it's like the perfect storm of just quality from the acting the writing the animation um the way it went about using its material uh the way it honored said material it's <sighs> I mean, like like I said, it, it honestly I would say it's probably the best movie of like the best animated movie of the last decade. I mean, there's a lot of really good ones, um, ones that of course you know haven't been seen by a lot of people, or ones that have been seen by a lot of people. Um, but in terms of just hitting all the things just right, I would say that one definitely does it perfectly. And to this day, it's just crazy how no one else has managed to succeed with with something like that like whether it's you know trying to do a you know a direct ripoff of like the playboy uh, the playmobile movie um or going about it with a similar thing like i know um people mentioned mentioned like okay stuff like um ready player one um the recent space jam all tried going on on the same thing with like okay here's a bunch of franchises together and while both of those movies i think are okay you know they're not great but they're not really all that bad like some people say uh i do think um yeah in terms of the way it's utilized is nowhere near as perfect as as this movie and i i don't know if you can ever see someone else doing it as perfectly as this movie where they just grab this nothing source material um look at it from how it relates to people, how it's related to um, like the zeitgeist um, mm-hmm. and then just add in a bunch of the pop culture stuff that it became known for um, and do it with a very touching um, story that just hits all the right marks like I've said. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to like looking back at all of the the animated effects, especially the special effects, because all those special effects were legalized too. There was no like, there was no liquid. Everything, even though it was all CGI, was meticulously put in a Lego like like Lego products in general. Even the fire, I mean, all like the fire itself, 
from the vehicles as it's going out is literally just this just the plastic fire thing you see in that sets and then just flashing a bit of like led light to go with it i mean yeah. they made everything to a degree that this was just the love letter for lego in general i can agree i can definitely 100 agree that there is no way that any other like studio can properly like uh bring up a franchise a legacy like lego and do it into an amazing tribute of a movie like it there'll be so many other copies but they will never compare to what lego has done over the years so then that i conclude my reasoning regarding that lego movie for life man <laughs> <laughs> so with that i don't know i don't think i got any more uh i can really say about this to you i mean other than like the way it's like sold out a lot in in like in, i could talk about like marketing figures here and there but you know what it's not it's not that man. we already know that it's the, this movie is so much it became a juggernaut in dvd sales and there and like like movie sales everything that you could ever see upon from the get-go this thing was blowing up all over the place yeah. this was their uh, this was an avengers level threat <laughs> yeah so, i remember when it came out i was even joking that it's kind of like the best cinematic universe since the marvel um cinematic universe yeah um and that you know if they ever made sequels and of course they did um and the spinoffs it didn't really need to rely on the same story which for the yeah. most part they didn't um of course none of them ever really ever really reached the heights of this one but i mean i would say in terms of cinematic universes it's still got to be one of the better ones just because it has a, a hell of a start um going for it so there's that <laughs> Yeah, it it did. It did have quite a hell of a start doing that. So, I mean, even though like we don't see Lego movies related nowadays, because well, when was the last Lego related movie was like released? Was that twenty? 20- Lego Movie Two, which was twenty nineteen. Okay, so, so it it's not too long, but it feels not longer. Too long, but yeah, it feels pretty damn long. So maybe they might come back. Who knows? It's just that it's just only a matter of time. Hell, I'll, I don't know. Maybe reintroduce Bionicle again. <laughs> I mean, I know that the plan that they had um, before um, before they um, uh, canned it, because of course Warner Bros. just gave off the rights to um, to make movies to um, Universal. Um, yeah, one of the movies that they had planned was something called the the I think it was like the Million Brick Race or something like that. But pretty much it was going to be like a, a whole racing movie, and you can actually find just very few pieces of concept art. Um, I know um, Jorge Gutierrez, who made um, the Book of Life, and recently Maya, Maya and the Three, you know, great a great animator, um, actually posted like, oh yeah, he had some involvement with it because you see like the Lego figures that he designed, and one of them is like, yeah, that definitely looks like something that you would see in the Book of Life, <laughs> and it was gonna be like just a whole big racing movie with that, and I'm like, honestly, that sounds like it could have been pretty fun. I've always wanted to see just like a big wacky race movie. Um, from Warner Bros. since they have like the wacky races and stuff like that, so I'm like, okay, that sucks that 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 never happened. But then again, maybe if Universal actually does anything with it, maybe they bring it back. I mean, I kind of hope so. Make it wacky races, but put in the comedic hijinks of Rat Race from 2001. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Now that would be 
All have right. John Lovitz in the Hitlermobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, and then Rowan Atkinson as the narcoleptic once again. <laughs> It's a race! 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 <laughs> and then he opens the lockers. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! See, I would, I wouldn't mind that a wacky race, rat race, like Lego movie like that. Okay, sign me up. I wouldn't mind it. Hell, yeah. that would bring in a whole new um, level of sets for creator for the creator franchise, and they could just make more vehicles regarding that. That'd be dope. <laughs> Hell, dude. Oh, here. Here's an actual fun detail regarding the Lego movie. The Lego uh-huh. movie was the, one of the first like uh, things to actually have a contest for uh, users to, or Lego creators to actually like build up their, their, their uh, vehicle of choice and right. then like, and have it submitted through like Facebook and whatnot. I know this because I had participated in this. <laughs> I remember because a long time ago, like they were like the directors were like putting out this whole like PSA like hey we're looking for creators to or we're looking for the best vehicle ever made by simply turning this thing into a vehicle like we had to make a simple non-flying like inanimate object and turn it into some vehicle right my own was a little too much of everything because it was just a potato and it was literally just a a potato but it looked like a helicopter and it had like a boat kind of like thing on the bottom and then if you ever brought it to land it had like wheels on it and i called it the omnipotato (laughs) and uh so when i submitted that that didn't go through because that one was too simplified i'm like okay at first time i heard i was like that was bs and then like now it's like okay that's understandable yeah i can't make a potato out of anything and when i made it it looked like a fingernail <laughs> it would have been funny but, if it had like the the fries as like um like bullets <laughs> shooting out of it. The wheels like the I, I'm fries, not, that's, not no the wheels is hash browns. The, hash browns, yeah, yeah. The, hash, the tater tots, <laughs> the tater tots, and then the the hell the propeller is made out of French fries. Dude, that would have been so good. But I don't know who was the one that won it. But all I know is that was for marketing. Yeah, it was one of the first ever movies to actually have like someone's creation be put in there. At first, I thought it was the freaking double decker sofa he Emmett keeps freaking talking about. But no, something completely different. I didn't know what it was. I thought that was that that was the thing that made it as a vehicle. I was like, damn, man. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Damn, that's the laziest creation ever. A double decker sofa. Like, you kidding me? Oh man. Oh, but they did improve on that in the Lego movie too. That looked so badass as a little robot. Holy crap, the set looked dope. Ugh. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, besides it's like marketing stance regarding that, it did help a lot, honestly. I mean, hell. So many like sets were inspired by that and then everyone had their own little like animation to continue the lore for it honestly you know that's just the fandom at this point but um yeah to this day it's still like one still considered as one of the most regarded uh movies of its time and of part of the community itself because i think that's like a, a good easy way to start for anyone for any for anyone at any age to like be inspired to create something like this 
I mean, yeah. hell, all it takes is just a little brick and a little and a little other brick and just make that connection right there. Jeez. So, and then Dude, the rest is Christ. history. But other than that, yeah, I think that's all I can say about this movie. Other than that, it was a phenomenal success. It will stay within the minds of the past, the present, and future to come for Lego in general. And if that ever comes out with another movie or like a third one in the down the line who knows man they could they could like really bring back the whole idea of like brick films and whatnot and i and to be honest we could use a lot more of that on youtube i think i've seen way too many streamers lately <laughs> i think i've seen way too much streamers and like i need a i need someone to like take down the algorithm so i can actually watch some lego animations again <sighs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, if that's the case. Uh, with that being the case, uh, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna just close it off. But yeah, this was a great animated movie. Like I said, multiple times already. Probably the best one of the last decade. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you got anything to promote. Um, at this moment, no. But I could tell you for sure by next by the start of next year, things will be really shifting for three fight and. The animations that are to come so that's for sure uh be on the lookout because i will be starting to put updates in as of maybe tonight or tomorrow somewhere in the afternoon i might have a little bit of something to show i All just right. might but who knows what happens i mean it is gonna be the last day of 2021 tomorrow and so who knows who knows <laughs> but until then i guess this is it for now all right, this is so, Arnell from 3-5. And this has been Octavian Macias, host of I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse. Uh, if you enjoyed this, of course, support me on my YouTube channel. That's I Can't Films. I also have a Patreon, which is uh, www.patreon.com That's Arnell. Of course, support him with his channel. He's on 3-5. Um, I'll put, put up the link down below so it's easier to um get to it but you know (laughs) yeah and uh if you're ever a big fan of lego animations or even regular animations general i still do some of them at this time um currently i'm just working on a really big project of, of mine that's been somewhat in like hiatus back and forth for about a year so now that I have a good amount of time to do it, I will get those out. I will definitely have something to show for, and I have a lot of new projects down the line. I have a big plan ready for 2022, so uh, keep be on the lookout. My channel is just literally, just search it up on the on the search bar there on YouTube. It's going to be just the number 3FI, and it'll be the first thing that shows up. Literally, it's just a Lego piece and a pencil. That would be me. So if you're ever interested in the animations that I do, go ahead. Give those a watch. I've been with YouTube since 2009. So please feel free to keep in touch, and hopefully you enjoy your time here. Thank you all for listening. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile.